0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the usually serviceable and hopelessly miscast pod from your friends at GCT. Uh, we are in the middle of watching uh, football, soccer, sort of. Uh, you know, our, our Brian and I's team is not really playing today. They just kind of came to practice, I guess. But uh, we're here for a GCT pod, not that. So we have Brian today. Yep. And we also have my beloved son, Carson.
1: When is this pod going to upgrade to the intermediately miscast? When Brian gets a
2: review saying that he's
0: <laughs> intermediately miscast.
2: Slightly miscast? Maybe We did have a, a discussion
0: with Christina yesterday about something Brian could be in, and or that she would be in, and I said, would you be hopelessly miscast? She's like, no, kind of medium. Yeah, intermediately right?
1: miscast. I mean, Brian is like, down the scale.
0: <laughs> Terribly, hopefully
1: miscast. <laughs>
0: hopelessly not hopefully hopefully <clears throat> yeah miserably miscast maybe we'll give that word to it but uh yeah so just real quick we're recording this on uh, august 12th we recorded one yesterday that's going to go up you know soon thereafter this one will probably be up a little later so oh. the next show you'll see on our stage will be smoke on the mountain
2: they're putting brant in that'll solve uh, everything
0: yeah brian's about to really go down a
2: hole <sighs> okay so,
0: uh, <clears throat> down in a hole according to
2: Allison Chains.
0: But Smoke on the Mountain, I'll say this for him, opens on September 9th here at GCT. Three weekends, Friday through Sunday shows uh, in, like I said, September. So it be a great show. Come out and see it. It's a family show about a family, so you'll enjoy it, because I think so. And then following that, we'll have a, another uh, production for our friends at the, uh, with Cork Theater here on our stage. That opens on September 29th. What's the name of that one, Brian?
2: What happens to hope at the end of the evening? There you go. Starring our very own Marcus Brown and Tony Isbell. So yes, the acting will be chef's kiss. Yes, superb.
0: So, hopelessly cast will be that one. Yes. So um,
2: hopefully cast,
0: not
3: miscast. <laughs> <laughs> Goalie wow.
2: error. Goalie error. Right as wow. we start talking. Is <laughs> it a true own goal? That was bad. Scored? No, yeah. you've got to watch it. Watch it. Okay. We may have we'll to edit this, this
3: out, out. Yeah. So we get back to the pond. Yeah.
0: I mean, so we, we cut out a pong. little bit there because um, uh, Dorbin scored on what can only be called a hopelessly miscast error.
2: Yeah, that goalie was very hopeless. Yeah. yeah. With his yeah. hands, his hands betrayed him.
0: Yes. And yeah. Um, so but yes, Cork Theater Show runs September 29th through October 9th. Uh, four performances two weekend, Four performances each weekend for two weekends Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, Followed by inspector calls here at GCT Opening October 21st So come out and see it Call the box office for tickets Go to the website That's gctcomeplay.org And uh, you'll enjoy it All of it So uh, we're going to start with uh, Since Carson's going back to school uh, Next Thursday He's going to go back for his second year At Texas... Christian.
1: University. I say it that way because small the sea
0: can be as big or small as you want.
2: Right, Carson? That is true. Do you go to
0: chapel every day?
1: I do not.
2: Did yeah. you uh, enjoy the picture old timey picture of the mascot? Oh, I didn't show it to Oh me. you didn't. Oh, that was be
0: good timing. So Brian sent me a uh for those of you who can't see this online.
2: Keep running, dude. It's on
0: Twitter, but uh, it's taking sweet time coming up. There you go. How about this? Wow. Looks like a raccoon mated with a human. So, uh... <laughs> as an old TCU mascot. So, now... They have, what's your mascot called again? Does he have a name? Just Super Frog. Super, frog. It's super boring. boring. He's okay.
1: just Super yeah. Frog. He's not like frog? Billy i was hoping his super name frog. would be like... Sam the Bob Super Frog or yeah. something Purvis. like that. Yeah. Something like that, you know. Purvis would be a good one, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, Herman. Mo. Yeah. Yeah, we're taking another break. Right. Where we were was we were going to start talking college corner with Carson. So you're going back for your second year. You didn't want to save the best for last? No. <laughs> Saving the best for first. So uh, are you excited about getting back to college food? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of Chick fil A.
1: Yeah. <sighs> We purposely
0: not made you eat it all summer.
1: Yes, I think I've had it uh, two times. And yeah. one of those was breakfast, so that doesn't really count. Yeah. So, uh, what, what are you count? excited about? Uh, living in the fraternity dorm. That'll be fun. Uh, excited to see people. Uh, a lot of the stuff I'm excited for is just stuff with, with the fraternity. And uh, being not a pledge for a full year. I mean the actual school part, I got a couple classes that I'm semi excited for, but it is still a class so gotta tamper expectations until I actually get in there and see what the syllabus says. but I I, I would say I'm generally excited to go back except for a few uh, parts about it. One yeah. of those being the actual school part. I hear you.
0: Brian, what should he be excited
2: about? Other those things.
0: So what should, what should he be excited about for college, Brian? The uh, sorority girls? Are you excited about that, Carson? Um, That's what your Nana should tell you, too? Yeah. Are you going to have a girlfriend when you come back, Carson?
2: I mean, sorority girls or the fraternity boys, whichever is your preference. No judgment. Man. Yeah, it's whichever. Not there's
0: anything wrong with either one. So okay. We I just I just want to see
2: I want to see Carson in love. That's what I want to see. I don't know that I'm ready for that. I need it. I need it in I my I know veins. his mother's not ready for that. <laughs> so I need I him to, to bring run. someone home. Can I, I please? When he brings bring someone me. home, can I please be there?
0: They better not be with child. That's all <laughs> I gotta <to> say. <laughs>
1: I wasn't planning on that, but
0: you know anybody. Even if you say this is my friend, I, we were not dating. It's not mine, and she just needs a place to stay for a couple months don't bring her either because she's not staying in my house I offer support but no lodging so uh, you excited about the Texas weather
1: I think you know the answer to that that's a no because you don't get to wear hoodies a whole lot not until December yeah, you're like, like two, weeks. Weeks yeah. two weeks of hoodies two weeks I know it actually last year it stayed cold through February actually we got snow in February last year yeah actually I think we got snow in march shut the city down for yeah we got snow early march last year so you never know because it's texas Yep, that is true
0: and everything is bigger there i think right yeah that's what they say that means brian needs to move to texas some of his things are bigger yeah um so
2: are you excited about uh horn frog football
1: I am, I think they will be better than 5 and 7 this year. So now we did end off last season kind of with a bang with the win against number 6 Frank Baylor, mm. who then went on to win the Big 12 championship. So we were not good most of the year, but then we made some personnel changes at the end of the year and then won a big game, played pretty well at the end, had a couple guys get better throughout the season. Got a new head coach this off season. Got a ton of new recruits. Stole a bunch of receivers from SMU, so that was great yeah. too. So I, I I am excited to see how many games win. I'm predicting somewhere between seven wins and nine wins. So you're predicting eight. Seven to nine, okay. including seven and nine. Okay.
3: Okay.
1: So where and
0: where do you predict Michigan football this year, Brian? uh the schedule's
2: really soft for us um i think anything less than nine and three ten and two would be a huge disappointment Mm -hmm. i I mean our non-conference games are colorado state hawaii and yukon wow Uh, it's perhaps our weakest non-conference schedule of all time
1: yeah I, I think for TCU, the only way this season is disappointing if you, is if we don't get a bowl game. I think if we went 6 and 6, that would be considered a solid first season, as long as we got in a bowl game. I think that's what people First want. year coach. Yeah. Get back
0: on the winning side of the game. I, I think
1: six should be the least amount of games that we win, and it still be a considered a successful season. Maybe you can
2: go to the Liberty
1: Bowl and. Yeah. To yeah, You got to be ranked to go to the Liberty Bowl, though. Oh, you do you? Like a, mostly, like most of the teams that play in the Liberty Bowl are ranked in the high 20s. Well, I didn't know maybe that. you can make
2: the Armed Forces Bowl
1: and play at your house. <laughs> yeah, no, stadium. that would be fun if we got the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. And you'd be here when that game happens. So, maybe you'll make like
0: the Music City Bowl or something and go to Nashville and see it. Yeah. Brian mm. and I can drink and you can
1: Maybe we'll just around. make the National Championship. That'd be even better. Yeah, well. But I don't see that happening this
2: year. I don't Maybe know. Maybe I – That would be I, – I bet you could get really good odds if you wanted to bet yeah. that right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll put $2 on it.
0: Yeah. And you'll – I predict what you'll make is zero. <laughs> so, uh, okay. No, that's cool. Uh, so, when we'll have Carson back here fall break. Maybe we'll have time to squeeze in a pod then and see how – what, uh,
2: what are you going to be doing fall break while you're here? Yeah.
1: Oh, going to see John Mulaney. Yeah. Yeah. FedEx Forum with these two people sitting in here with me.
2: Yep. That's
0: correct. So, thanks to uh, your benefactor,
1: Brian, yeah. we have tickets to see John Mulaney. So What a nice guy. What a nice he guy. He sure is. It's too bad he's hopelessly miscast That's true.
0: all the time. Well, and here's Chip, our other friend on the pod. He will not be licking there. Licking his lips, and Carson said he smells. So What? That's He licks lots of things, wow. so I don't know if he smells or not, so... Um, what we will move on to is a couple of quick features. Um, so, first one is and these are features we did last time. It's sort of a bracketology, but it's more like just a pick 'em game. So, the first one is uh, Frank Washington's "Give 'Em the Results." Um, these are from author George Wales of GamesRadar.com, rated some movies that were the highest on the unintentional comedy scale ever. I told Carson already that I took out uh, episode three of Star Wars out of respect for him because he is the lone defender of that movie. I'm not, that I not know. the
1: lone defender of that I'm, movie that
0: I know. Personally. There are a lot of
1: people that like that movie.
0: So, and Samurai Cop, we did not include
1: because it would have wiped everything else out. So, yeah, oh, it's the best know. unintentional comedy
2: movie. So
0: these movies, I'm gonna give you two movies, and you have to pick which one you'd rather watch.
2: Um, May I just try, chime in here? If you – so TCU horn Frogs to win the national championship is plus 20,000. Wow. Wow.
0: What about th- – I mean, I'd maybe make the, the playoff. I yeah. wonder what those odds are.
1: Uh, I'm guessing if that's plus 20, I'm guessing make the playoffs Plan is plus, like plus 7,500. Plus 10 maybe.
0: Let's see. Let's see if he finds it. Yeah. We keep well, talking. I look I'll, look. I'll look. I'll so, look. Yeah, the movie, I'll give you his one to two sentence, uh, what the movie's about, and funniest moment that he says. So, the movies that won for the last time were Frogs, uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare, uh, what was the next one? Um, the Incredible Melting Man, <laughs> Is that a horror Vampire's movie, Kiss, and Deathstalker. Did you, Did you watch, watch it last night, Brian?
2: I, I started it. Ten minutes. Uh, I probably got a little bit deeper in than that, maybe twenty. And um
0: first impressions?
2: Yeah, it's it's basically an excuse for softcore porn.
1: <laughs> so it's, it's a skin of okay. it
2: is. It is absolutely. Um I'm in. I mean I I enjoy the female form, but I will say it was it was egregious even for me. I'm like okay, this is <laughs> That
1: must be pretty bad. And That's why it's on the unintentional comedy list.
2: I mean, I was look, I was, I was hoping for an experience like Samurai Cop.
1: You're never gonna find an experience yes. like Samurai Cop. That's um,
2: just too much. And it wasn't. I mean, they didn't bother with the story. It was just like, oh, the 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 movie just served a purpose to move scene to scene to have more women in no clothes. So that more would... TNA. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. we can say
2: that unfortunate i was really hoping for some true unintentional comedy in cinema
0: well you you should fast forward to the last death scene apparently it's from what we heard the last death scene okay maybe i'll we'll just fight skip scene.
2: skip to the end then
1: yeah it said that is comic like comically inept i love that so. all of these movies sound like horror movies on the end, i feel like horror movies have the highest ceiling to
2: be
0: it does seem like a comedy. Lot more. so in that theme the first one we'll start with is the first pair first movie is called Werewolves on Wheels from 1971. The movie, Bikers Who Become Werewolves. Oh, that's disappointing. You know the drill. We don't know which is more amusing, the schlocky werewolf effects or the, hey, dude, we're radical buffoonery of their human forms. Funniest moment, the voiceover on the trailer is priceless. Quote, this gang thought they were tough. The supernatural challenged them. Unquote.
2: I was kind of hoping... They were all going to be on Rascals. <laughs> that yeah, that just, would be a great wheels. movie. Yeah.
0: Maybe like Mopeds. That'd like be sprees. intentional comedy, though. Yeah. That is uh, going up against Hercules in New York, <laughs> which was Arnie's film debut in 1969. Wow. Okay. And he is the Austrian. Uh, well, it says he stars as the son of Zeus, sent down to Earth in search of adventure. All sorts of cringeworthy encounters take place. With his accent so impenetrable it had to be dubbed over. Oh, no. If you can track down a version with the original recording in place, you're in for a real treat. It says, funniest moment, Arnie gets into a scrap with a bear, or should we say a man in a bear suit? Oh, Either no. way, it's funny. So which one would you rather watch?
1: Is, is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. That's his first movie? I, w- I would rather watch it. I think I that. have to pick that one, then. Yeah, To absolutely. see the first Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Because I think part of the comedy would would come from being just seeing that and then remembering the good movies that he did. So here's your next two. I think Brian was going for that one, too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: This one
0: I know I've watched because I think Carson's little brother liked this movie when he was very little. Batman and Robin. 1997 the clooney batman Oh, so bad legendary Mm -hmm. in its ineptitude we all know it's unquestionably the worst of the batman films but when was the last time you actually sat through it poor old arnie's performance really is the dictionary definition of something that has gone hurtling past bad and into profoundly enjoyable territory (laughs) so uh we can't look past the ice skating opening chris uh, Chris chris o'donnell yeah
2: Alicia Silverstone was that uh, yeah, girl. That
0: girl, yeah. And uh, then it's up against uh, the immortal, the impenetrable Steven Seagal, in on deadly ground. Uh, hilarious movie with Michael Caine, Arlie Ermy, and Steven Seagal all screaming their lines with considerable gusto. Uh, Seagal plays a badass environmentalist in this one, which gives you some impression of what to expect. Funniest moment, Seagal drops one of his finest lines, speculating, quote, what does it take to change the
1: essence of a man? Unquote. Can I ask the question, is there a single good Steven Seagal movie? No. Not really. So. Under
2: Siege is probably the best of his. Yeah. But that's... Uh, that was watchable. That's a... Once. Yeah. I mean, you would want to go back and revisit it. Yeah. No. But, yeah, no, he... I don't know how he got so popular, honestly. Uh, however, I would much rather watch Steven Seagal than Batman and Robin again, because that—that was my seminal, as a kid, sitting in the theater, watching it, being like, "Oh, this is bad."
0: You actually got allowed to
2: go see that in the theater? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we saw my my church group went and saw a midnight showing of oh. Batman and Robin. Oh! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, yep. that was racy. So Lots uh, of
0: hand-holding going on in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I touched her hand. I even, I even put my arm around her. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, uh, it was... Uh, I started humming, and she said, shut up, you're a sinner. It, and it's pretty quick into the movie. There's this weird rollerblading sequence with Dr. Yeah. Freeze.
0: That's what they were talking about. The and ice skating opening is... Terrible. Ridiculously bad. And, and then a rocket that's getting launched to space, and... Yeah,
2: it's yeah. That that was the first time I was like, oh, they they do make really terrible films. That that was the eye opening film for me. I
1: I'm a sucker for bad Arnold Schwarzenegger performances. I, I love them to death. I love watching them. It, they're I just find them extremely fascinating. So I did force I think you to have watch to, a bunch. So. I think I'm gonna have to. Yeah, like if you go down the list of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, I've I've seen like ninety percent of them, even the really bad ones. So. I think I need to uh, see Batman and Robin.
2: Have you seen uh, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? No. Okay. That's is a Schwarzenegger, that- right?
0: Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah.
2: No, that may be Stallone. I may be getting that wrong. I forget.
1: They're uh-huh.
2: interchangeable. I mean, the only good thing I can say about Batman and Robin is Uma Thurman is hot. Yes. It's poison ivy. Yes. Oh, yeah, her man.
0: lines are awful, too.
2: I mean, the lines are terrible, but she is so... See, but you could attractive. just go watch Pulp Fiction instead and uh, get that
1: same thing. Do you feel hot about her in Pulp Fiction, though? Well, not really. But she's like green in Batman and Robin, no, right? No,
2: you gotta...
0: Not all the time.
2: She's, she's an attractive woman, that's all. So... Ethan Hawke was a lucky man.
0: Yes. Bastard. So, uh, here's your next two. And I remember seeing this one in the theater and almost walking out. If my then girlfriend now wife would have let me, is Congo <laughs> from 1995? Imagine Jurassic Park with the scares and general sense of wonder replaced by a talking gorilla. Congratulations, you've just imagined Congo. That's better than this Jurassic World
2: movie. Um, yeah, be a talking locust actually. Next Jurassic that World. movie
0: actually had like Delroy Lindo and Ernie Hudson and Tim Curry and Laura Fain Lenny. in
2: it. Um, that. That move, I saw it opening weekend because the marketing plan for that movie, whoever put that together, was a genius. Yeah. They made that movie look like it was going to be amazing from a marketing perspective. The and,
0: poster was pretty cool, as I remember.
2: Yeah, and then you walked in and, like, nothing happens for, like, two hours, <laughs> if I remember correctly. And I then, think
0: somebody gets, like, killed by a hippopotamus at one point. That was probably the coolest part. Yeah. And um, then she shoots a bunch of... Uh, Big old apes with a laser gun at the end. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. the end.
2: I just remember being like extremely bored waiting for something to happen in that movie. Yeah. And it, when finally it did happen, it was over so quick, you're like, oh, okay, I guess that's all. Aside from the lead actor, I feel like we're
0: describing Dracula at TM.
2: <laughs> yeah. The poster was awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And I kept waiting for something to happen.
2: Sure. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Hey, <laughs> and
1: yeah, come uh, on. Come Tim, on. I know. Tim Curry's Hopeless. character name in Congo is. Kermer Hamolka. Okay. That's enough right <laughs> That's there. That's even
3: better. Well, the,
0: it goes up against the immortal that I have watched on Shudder, Satan's Cheerleaders.
2: I don't and think I, I've seen that one.
0: It takes some front to attempt to construct a serious horror film and then saddle it with such a lurid title, but hey, it was the 70s. The plot sees a high school janitor in search for a hottie to ritually sacrifice, but sadly for him, he manages to pick on a psychic witch.
2: Oh, that's big fail. Hate it when that happens. Um, (laughs) For me, uh, absolutely, because it feels like Satan's cheerleaders is probably 75 minutes. It's pretty short. I've seen Congo, and it's way too long. Way too long. I'm gonna go with the shorter amount of torture.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I think that is a good decision. But I also just want to hear about Herkimer Hamolka's story. I don't. That's okay. I want a movie just about him. Um, oh I
0: know what Ryan's going to pick of these next two I feel like I know what he's going to pick I'm stalling a little bit because he got up to get ice so yeah bring bring a fresh bottle we're out Um, so the first movie was from 1987 and it's called riveting podcast here yeah the first movie was called Beaks, B-E-A-K-S. Beaks. Beaks. Yeah, yeah, this is basically the, the birds, birds with the shoddy, shoddy effects. effects. Yeah. Oh, Thank you, okay. sir. I'm okay. This,
1: this is basically the birds. birds Where's the... on? Yeah, that <laughs> would make a difference. <laughs> I'm not too bright. So.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really not, not that, that. that. liquored up. Um, With shoddy effects, terrible acting, and a series of preposterous theories spouted by various experts about how the birds are following orders from some unseen power. The funniest line was, remember, it's birds we're talking about, and the quote was, birds just don't cluster and follow someone around like that. It seems organized, like these birds are on a recon preparing a war. Of course they are. It's called beaks. Yep. Up against... In the 1991 immortal classic cool as ice
2: with vanilla ice yep no absolutely not <laughs> give me beaks all day
0: whichever studio head thought a rap-centric remake of rebel without a cause was a good idea probably needs their head examined well, whoever thought to cast vanilla ice in the lead role well words fail us
2: well he was he was pretty huge he was he, he was huge at that time for that very brief period of time and probably by the time the movie came out, he his 15 minutes is already, already over. It's already gone down. Yeah, so, uh, no, I'm not watching that. During I, filming, it went down.
0: I also want to watch the Bird movie. But I want to hear what Carson's reaction, being a young person, is to the funniest moment. Ice rolls up to Kathy and her
2: boyfriend, whoever they are. Okay.
0: His appearance hailed by the kick-in of some funky 90s beats. Yeah. Uh-huh. And urges her to, quote, Drop that zero and get with the hero. Oh, yeah. And it just says after that word.
2: Word.
1: What's your thoughts on that, college boy? As far as terrible, terrible pickup lines in anything movies, regular, real life, you know, whatever goes, that's up there for worst.
2: That's actually how I got my wife, I use that word. (laughs) (laughs) Drop that zero. And And then he said word. And then I said word. word.
0: And she looked at you and said, cool. Yeah. No, she said, oh,
2: you sexy boy. Mm. No, she did I not. I can't see her ever saying that. She's never said that I'm sexy ever in my life. vanilla
1: ice.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's more like Freed Hardman lukewarm water. That's right. Um, so here's your last two for today. And from 2008, and I'm just going to open it with, it stars Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> All right, so I'm getting the juices flowing. This is called Shark in Venice.
2: Okay, uh, I'm intrigued by the concept. The tale running.
0: of a shark menacing the waterways of Venice. <laughs> From the supporting cast's ropey Italian accents to the OTT shark attacks, there's plenty here to raise a smile. Followed by, uh, I remember seeing this movie, Mosquito. In 1995. Mosquito. This creature feature might have been released in 95, but its heart lies firmly in the 80s, with its comedy effects and ludicrous premise. In case you were wondering how the mosquitoes got so big, it's because, yes really, they were feeding on the arm of a dead alien. So <laughs> one luckless soul finds himself under attack, only for his face to turn into a claymation rictus, complete with melting skin and popping eyes. <sighs> Sounds very t- total recall so what would you rather see, a shark in Venice or a giant
1: mosquitoes? Just go to North Dakota for those. I I I'm thinking the shark in Venice just because it also has Stephen Baldwin. One of the many Baldwins. Yeah. And not even like either of the two best ones, I think.
2: Are the canals in Venice saltwater? I don't know. I thought they were fresh, but Maybe that's Probably right. not. I don't I mean that any be
0: genetically engineered
1: shark. I, It sounds like a knockoff
0: like Jaws, Jaws too. Is it that sounds what like going a for? knockoff of all the uh, shark megalodons and all the Meg and all the shark movies they've made.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think it's a prequel to Sharknado.
0: It's like thanks a lot for the uh, shark week crap Discovery Channel or Animal Planet, whichever channel does that crap. So we're going with Shark in Venice.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay
0: sounds good so that was giving them the results by frank thanks frank Those are some great results um so the other feature which i think brian likes this one better this is uh, room at the back um shaking his head a little bit room at the back yeah um funniest titles of country slash gospel songs so uh i mean these are magic i think carson you'll really like these so just pick the one of the two that you would want to hear more. Uh, and Brian has actually heard some of these songs. Who's the guy that has multiple ones on the list?
2: Uh, Johnny Paycheck.
0: Johnny Paycheck. Yep. That's right. You ready, Carson? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Velcro Arms, Teflon Heart. That's the first one. And then the second one is, when you leave, walk out backwards. So I think you're walking in. Second one. I, I'm confused by that one. Easy.
1: Easily, easily the second one. Torn. Just,
0: are you torn on that
2: one? I'm going to go with Carson. There.
1: Songs that yeah. have an abnormally long title are almost always just bad. If you're talking like <laughs> six words or more, uh, it can't. Oh, there's a lot more than six words in some of these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why they're not great
0: songs. So, All right, so we went with the second one. Here's your next two. You can't have your Kate and Edith too. Oh, okay. That's all right. Yeah. They're trying, but okay. And then you can't roller skate in a buffalo herd.
2: Oh, that's in in a jackass Jackass, movie. So we got to go with that. Yeah, it's definitely
1: that one. That's in an iconic
0: jackass stunt. Yeah. So here's the next two. You done tore out my heart and stomped that sucker flat. I think I know what's winning. And then you were only a splinter as I slid down the banister of life. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's a
2: tough one. That just brings a, an unfortunate... Tough beat. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Tough beat
1: on the butt.
2: Right,
0: Chip? I,
1: could you read the first one again? I, I have to... You done pros- tore
0: out my heart and stomped that sucker flat. Mm. I could change a, an S for an F and make it sound better. The fact
1: that it says sucker, I actually love that in the song title. So I. But the, the splinter in the banister of life, that's... It sounds like they're trying to be poetic and just terribly yeah. failing at it. I will go with the first one because okay. I love they use the, the word "sucker", sucker in yeah. a song title. Not "sucker."
3: Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm gonna go with you, Bannister. I think I have yeah. To go I would have gone
0: with that one. Is it saying, "Yeah, you were a pain in my butt," <laughs> but that's it. I mean, so it's kind of like you're a room full of sorrow and a spoonful of joy mm. in my life. So, you'll like these next two. I married her just because she looks like you.
2: Wait. Okay.
0: Followed by. Like who? You're the reason our baby's so ugly.
2: Uh, I got to go with that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That one
0: was Should not even a competition. Should I send
1: a to, to Rachel and tell, tell her
2: that You're
0: Brian right. was
1: talking about her? Definitely the second one. Because not only are they dissing
2: their partner, <laughs> they're
1: also just being a terrible parent. In the same line. So,
2: I mean, so yeah, there's so much
1: to love about that. Oh my God! Do uh, we have the artist on that?
2: Conway Twitty.
1: Yep. No. Loretta
2: Lynn and Conway Twitty. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a you're duet. The our baby's so ugly.
1: Oh, so they're saying it to each other. <laughs> I think they are. Is it like a song fight? Ladies and gentlemen, thing? Mr. Conway Twitty. Yeah. Wow. That that the fact that it's Conway Twitty makes it at least five times better. Oh, you'd be surprised how many of
0: these are people you've heard of.
1: So, I mean, Johnny
0: Paycheck, you'll remember that name now. Did we just violate copyright laws?
2: I I doubt it's loud enough for the mics to pick up. Yeah. even if Conway's
1: family was listening, yeah. I'm a little disappointed. It's like a mutual it's thing. Less than,
2: we played less than 30 seconds. So we're yeah. by, I, I'm, I'm a little, a I'm,
1: I am a little disappointed. It's not like, it, it's like a mutual thing that they're saying yeah. to each other. It's not like just one person just b- making a diss track. It's basically, It's kind of meant to be like Johnny and June
0: type numbers sometimes. So here's the next two.
2: So just first comment right. under that video. You're the reason our kids are ugly. Um, uh, in all caps, this is country music. <laughs> I don't know what that polyester pop of today is. It's nonsense. Nice. I love Loretta Lynn's voice. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Stan Ramiro.
0: Good job, Stan. Yeah. Is he friends with Frank Promato? Probably. Yeah. So uh, glad that's not on the list. So here's the next two. My Tears Have Washed I Love You off the blackboard of my heart. Okay. Let soak that one in for a second. Followed by Don't Cry on My Shoulders because You're rusting My Spurs.
2: Oh, that's
1: gross. That sounds Texas. First one. If first I ever one. heard it, yeah, I, don't like I bet
0: it. that's playing at the gas station at Bucky's. Yeah, we'll first pulling one. Them. I doubt it. I Bucky's don't like too that too high one.
1: quality for that. <laughs> you're
0: rusting My Spurs, baby. I'm listening to Robin.
1: She'll
0: say, I didn't cry. Definitely the first one. Oh, okay. So, here you go. You're really going to like these. I can't wait. First one is, I can't love your body if your heart's not in it. Well, that's a lie. (laughs) I know. Keep going. (laughs)
1: Bullshit. Keep going. going. (laughs)
0: Whatever.
2: How about this one?
0: I wish I were in Dixie tonight, but she's out of town.
2: Oh, that's too
0: gross.
1: That one. That's <laughs> that one. No.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Definitely the second one.
0: Hey, Brian, did you hear the one about I wish I was a next No, Dixon,
2: I'm going to have to go with the first time. one. That that second one's too much.
1: I'm throwing a rim shot in there. I, I just... All these long titles. That sounded
0: like... They're all that way. I know. it's Okay, here's the next one. Oh, I remember this one. I'll get over you as soon as you get out from under him. And... I'm gonna hire a wino to decorate our home. A what? A wino,
1: like a drinker. A second one. Second one.
0: You don't like that first one.
1: uh, The the second one is just I, I love how it is just not directly related at all to any sort of relationship. It's just, it sounds like an awful conversation happening.
0: What about you, Brian? Did you pick one?
2: Or are you still thinking about Dixie? I'm, I'm trying to find this Dixie song. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Someone's put it to techno. Oh, no. Is...
0: They probably played at the club in Fort Worth.
2: It's an hour long, so never mind. Yeah, funny. we
0: don't want to hear that. So, Dixie
2: takes too long. Yeah, it's true. Well, well, I didn't even hear the two. I was too. I'll get
0: over you as soon as you get out from under him and I'm going to hire a wino to decorate our home
2: <laughs> I'd rather let the wino decorate my home yeah. you and Carson were the same oh, just, it's I not like the related first one, at but... all uh,
0: this one I, it, this sounds like a run on sentence I'm so miserable without you it's like having you here um, and wow. then here's a real classic if she puts lipstick on my dipstick I'll fall in love
2: oh come on
1: that one is <laughs> not <laughs> that one is bad. sorry any
0: feminine listeners not that one uh first i one. didn't write it I just
1: say it first one yes let's move on um
2: i'm it, gonna hire a wino to decorate our home so you'll feel more at ease here and you won't have to roam. <laughs> Thank you, David Frizzell. Thank you. David Frizzell. Is he calling his
1: partner an alcoholic? Is that what's... That's, yeah,
2: so yeah. She, it's, it's, a, it's a woman that's saying that because her husband goes out and drinking at the wow. honky-tonk too much, yeah. she's going to let <laughs> the her wino uh, come in and make the house look like a honky-tonk so he won't have to go out and roam because she needs her man. So here's your next
0: two. Learning to live again is killing me.
2: That's kind of sad. Okay. Yeah, here's the next
0: one. I I know where I'm going with these two. It takes me all night long to do what I used to do all night long. Wait, say that again? It takes me all night long to do what I used to do all night long. We need some uh, Laszlo
1: Cravensworth emphasis. Yeah, can I pick neither? You have to those pick
2: two, one. Those are two bad choices.
1: I will pick.
2: I thought when you said the first one, there's no way I'd pick it, but the second one doesn't make any sense. So I've got to go. He's saying with
0: the... it takes him all night long to get busy. He used to do that all night long. And now it takes him all night long to do it.
1: It's a really so there's bad no, sex joke.
2: But I know, but there's no difference. If he's, if it still takes all night long to do what he used to do all night no, long, there's it, no I think difference. I didn't say it all. takes him all night long to get ready it, I mean, to do I, it. I get you. Okay. You know, it's a
1: really, really, really bad sex joke, I think. Okay. He needs blue pills is what he's Again, saying. Again,
2: I never thought I'd pick the first one. I'm picking the first I'm one, I'm picking too. the first one. Cause he
0: needs the blue pills is what he's saying.
2: The, the second one is stupid.
0: Here's the shortest one I think we have on the list. Please bypass this heart. Okay, cool. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's out doing what
1: I'm here doing without. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is bad. Wow. Okay. I'm picking the first. I actually enjoy the first title.
2: Um, I got to go with number two, I think. That, <laughs> yes. is, that is slightly clever. I love, it. I love it. Slightly clever. I'll give it that. <laughs> okay. uh,
0: I think we had this second. Did we already do one that was I keep forgetting I forgot about you? I don't uh, know. I think we did, but we'll I say forget. that's one of them. And then the second one is do you love as good as you look? That's such a pickup line. First
1: one.
2: First one. First one, yeah.
1: The bad, the bad sex jokes just don't do it. The, no. Do you love uh, as
2: good as you
0: look? A couple more. If you don't believe I love you, just ask my wife. Wait, say it again? If you don't believe I love you, just ask
2: my wife. If you don't believe I love you. I have you. to think
1: that's a cheating song. It's a bad cheating
2: joke. If you
1: don't believe. I guess he tells his wife that he loves somebody else. Or his wife knows that he's in love with somebody else.
2: Just ask. A female had to sing this, right? Because I can't imagine it's a gay anthem. Yeah.
0: And then the other one is Timber, I'm Falling in Love.
2: No, not that one. First one, even though it broke my brain for a second, I got to go with the first one because that second one's (laughs) awful. Timber, I'm Falling in
1: Love. (laughs) I guess first one. Means I, the wood is falling yeah, out, out apparently.
0: Here's your next two. You're the first time I thought about leaving.
1: And love will beat your brains out. <laughs> I guess the second one, because the first one is.
0: Yeah. yeah, number two. I can think of some nasty connotations with the first one. Yeah. Uh, guess my eyes were bigger than my heart. And it ain't love, but it ain't bad.
1: Ah. 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 I, second one, second yes. one. I love Come on, Brian. One. <laughs> Go with the second one. It ain't
0: love, but it ain't bad.
1: I see, know that some one's guys actually, in life who are like that. See that one's actually funny. Let
0: me share <laughs> that one all together.
1: Um It ain't love, but it ain't bad.
0: Come on, man.
2: I get Everybody's it. doing it. Number one. <laughs>
0: Oh, my wow. God. Come on. I didn't
2: enjoy that one.
0: We have to look that one up later. And here's your last two for today. This time, I'm going to beat you to the truck. What? So, yeah. Okay. Somewhere in Corinth, Mississippi, they're singing
1: that song.
2: So, it ain't love, but it's not bad. It's Merle Haggard. Yep.
1: The Hag. Hag. Damn right. Wait, so is it like I'm going to beat you as in like... This
0: time I'm going to beat you to the truck. Like... I'm, I'm going to run to the truck and beat you there. Yeah,
1: but... Are you sure make that's make what sense. it means? I, okay, I don't... I'm thinking it has to mean some sort of Violence? physical
2: abuse. Yeah, okay.
1: Probably. Which followed, is bad. Followed bad. By, by, bad.
2: Well,
0: uh, the second one's going to win for me. The pint of no return. Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the first one's way too vague and slightly uncomfortable. And
1: possibly violent. Yeah, that's a bad... That's a, that's a bad look for you if you choose that and you find out that it is in fact a violent joke. That's what's aged the yeah. worst. So. Uh, wow, well, Merle.
0: Man, wow. <clears throat> so, that's a uh, room at the back for today.
2: In the back.
3: Yeah.
0: So, uh, Brian, do you have a Florida
1: report
2: for us? No, I don't. Okay. I, I don't. think I do. Actually, well, this is probably going way too long. I was, so well, I would, I've got one. Look, I, can you know, you a I, I had a feature, but it's, this shows like, entirely. It's hard to tell how long this is since we <laughs> have to cut huge well, swaths yeah. of it out.
1: Just, we'll, I could yeah. give you an uh, in-person Florida report from okay. a couple weeks ago. Go ahead. Um, it still Better is as shitty and touristy as ever. Yeah, but
0: this we're talking about arrests
1: and stuff uh, in well, Florida. Well, there were plenty of cop cars down there. There was we did see someone try to uh, get into a parking lot at like midnight and the yeah. cops pulled up on them. So there you go. There's your live in person Florida report. It still sucks. Good job. It's still humid.
2: Okay. Hey, if it's too long, I want to do my feature cuz I want to get you guys' opinion on these things. <clears> okay. <throat> um If we need to break this into part one, part two, we can do that. Through the magic of uh, audio editing. Yep. Uh, So I received an email uh, this week. Uh, Paul is, of course, chair of our uh, programming committee. So I got an email about some shows that are potentially going to be coming available for theaters to do. And it would not be ready for us for... The season we're picking now but for next season for instance and so i just would like to see your opinions so you could pick one of the four categories all right yes we must do this show i love the idea Mm. but not at gct there's no way in the world i would ever do that show (laughs) and i have no idea what that show is Mm. okay
0: there may be a few of them. Yeah,
2: okay. Uh, first show, Back to the Future, the musical.
1: Oof. Is that a big, like, level show? Like, is it like...
2: I've not seen it. I've not heard it. I would Title that alone. takes
1: up a lot of space. Like, I would... Okay,
0: That's... I'm I'm probably going to surprise people that would know me. No way in the world would Ooh. I do that show. Okay. no because I I am I like the movies I'm not it's not like I ride and die with those movies but it's like similar concepts of other movies like it no I no it would come across to me too schmaltzy too you know it's either too married to the movie concept or they take it and twist it and make it some other you know goofy ass broadwayed up version no and I, and I wouldn't want to do it here, could, even because, because I don't sand see sand how we could anyway. Yeah,
1: I I will agree with that. I see a that. DeLorean on the stage. Is yeah, what I, see. I will yeah. agree with In that same category with the caveat of I could be convinced that it is a good show if I were to be convinced otherwise. Like I, I feel like I, I could be convinced that it is a solid show. Even I'd rather I don't try don't to do Samurai Cop on Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel, like, uh, yeah, I feel like the set would be huge. Dude. Shoot him!
2: Yeah. The production value has to be high on that show. One would think. Um, this personally, would think would play Doc I, would, I would want to see, I would want to read it and figure out what it is. Yeah. Listen to the soundtrack. If there's a way we could stay, feasibly stage it, and the soundtrack wasn't the worst thing I've heard, I think it would be a wonderful addition to our season. I think people would buy tickets to the yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying I
0: wouldn't. I, I would be open to the idea. Let me. Okay, I'll say that. There's not a no way in the world. I'll, I'll back off of that statement, but I would. I'd really have to be convinced. We should probably go in the category of we don't know anything about this I just, show. I just feel like. I mean, yeah, maybe I lean more that way. I feel like people in, my gen, in our generation would be sitting there comparing it too much to the movie. I mean, the Doc Brown character alone. I, I mean I, I see Christopher, Christopher Lloyd in that part yeah I'm sure there's other actors who can pull off, who could have pulled off just what he did it's not like it's you know Oscar level acting no. but I I sit here and think of that and other parts like it in the movie and it's like okay I know I mean. I can think of probably if other theaters in town, this is where I kind of, as I'm saying it out loud, I get even more like, uh, I could see other theaters in town doing it and I could see who they would probably cast as George McFly and Mm -hmm. Biff and all these other people and I'd be like, okay, it's the same actors you use for every other damn show and now you just shoehorn them into that. Yeah. No. So, sorry, I'll shut up there
2: show number two um it's a musical i assume it has ties to a very famous shakespeare show but the 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 musical is called *Anne juliet i know nothing about it okay
0: paul uh i mean i don't know anything about it i would say if it does tie into romeo and juliet Somehow, I mean, I'm not an enormous Shakespeare guy, but I do like some of the works. Uh, Romeo and Juliet is way down the list for me, so I would not be interested in it. Um, I would say it would take the the majority of the committee saying we've read it; it's amazing. We have to look at doing
2: it. Yeah, I think for me, it's our it's uphill battle. I would need to hear the soundtrack and the soundtrack better blow me away. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that I've never heard of it, it didn't hit Broadway to the best of my knowledge, tells me that the soundtrack wasn't that great. Uh, next one, this show that's currently on Broadway, which apparently they're about to uh, start allowing uh, some regional theaters to attempt, and I say attempt. Harry Potter and The Cursed Child. I,
1: <laughs> I would say not for GCT. I, I would say that not a lot of community theaters would really be able to pull that off mm-hmm. just because you got have, I mean you have to fully commit to that. Like Back to the Future, high production value, and with Harry Potter, that is a huge franchise and the expectations that people are gonna have for that in general. Is just you're asking to disappoint people pretty much. Well, mm-hmm. I, I would
0: say that it's another one that I would be certainly willing to read and look into. Um, two things right off the bat that I do know about the show, which is very limited knowledge, but I do know is that it's extremely long
2: three and a half hours.
0: Yes, uh, which I don't want to sit through two and a half hours. So, three and a half hours. Yeah, um, and secondly, I feel like with our this may sound I'm not meaning this to sound in any way snobby or you know putting people in groups or whatever with our typical audience makeup, I feel like they would think that's a kids show. Mm-hmm. I can't come because I don't want to see a kids show. Fair enough. It's going to be about preteens and teenagers. I don't care, is what and I think a lot of the, people would say. That's now, saying. that said, I think we'd get enough that we would
1: sell pretty well. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. I think that's, I think that's the risk behind doing an established franchise, and people already have their preconceived notions about it, and they're going to go off of that and not whatever you say about it.
0: I can say this. If we did it, I wouldn't want to close with it, even if it's a huge name.
1: Hmm.
2: Next show, Mr. Holland's Opus. No musical. They made a musical of that? Yeah. I did not know that existed. I really, really
1: like that movie. That's, I feel like it's one of the first movies I can remember like sitting down and watching, not in a theater, um, that wasn't like a kid's movie or something. But yeah, I do really like that movie, but I feel like it's a musical, like it's a musical.
2: Well it lends itself it. to
0: music because he's yeah. a music teacher and they use music
1: a lot in the movie.
2: Yeah, it's no, it is Mr. Holland's Opus, a new musical, so yeah, it's I
1: just I feel like we need to stop trying to turn non musicals into musicals and that's I, they just shoehorn everything into a musical and I've I don't know. I I but I again I could be convinced otherwise. I do really like that movie, but
0: well, I'd say my take is that I, it's another one that I would really like to read it uh, if we were considering it. Um, I think you know when I'm simply comparing it to what I know, which is the movie, which I've seen several times. Um, I would be very interested interested to see what the I'll call them rewrites would be. Yeah. Because even though the movie was meant to. The movie was meant to attack some themes that were at the, at the time that it occurs in the movie. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be like we're challenging that social taboo or something like that. But even so, even for comparing when it came out to now, if you just basically grafted the movie script into a musical script, you'd have some problematic themes up on stage. Yeah. And problematic ways they deal with it. Um, and I would say that if I if someone tasked me or commissioned me to rewrite that into a Broadway script, whether it's a play or a musical,
3: um,
0: frankly, I think the movie's pretty whitewashed. Even though it's got a couple of minority <laughs> characters. Yeah. Who are who figure into it, but otherwise I think you'd have to you'd have to change a lot of the character characterizations. Okay. And if it didn't do that, I'd say no. We can't do it. And that's not about being, you know, ethnicity appropriate or gender appropriate, it's more just sensitivity. Just or actual human contact. Like that's not the way things really are.
2: I must confess I've not seen the movie at all. I I'm aware of it and know it has something to do about a conductor with an orchestra as orchestra kids. Yeah. He He teaches high school. He's
0: more like a music appreciation
1: teacher.
2: Okay. And then
0: it also
1: factors in. He has a deaf son.
0: Well, he goes into teaching because he's in like a band and he goes into teaching because he needs to make a steady income. Okay. And his thought is I'll do this for a time and then quit. Uh, enough to write my own music and get back at it. And he ends up getting through various means sucked into the teaching profession. And by the time he's done, yes, he's dealt with a deaf son. He's dealt with having to actually teach people music and he just is kind of a maverick in his teaching methods for the sixties when he starts. And by the time he's done, he doesn't want to leave and he gets kind of pushed out of it and it's like a. at the end they have a big catharsis moment where it's all, look at all the lives you've touched and you thought you didn't do anything with your life but you really did and yeah.
2: Okay. So last, no, two episodes ago we talked about jukebox musicals. Here's a new one. Once upon a one more time A new musical inspired by the music of Britney Spears. Oh, my God. Nope.
1: Nope. Not interested.
2: No. No, no. I understand you personally not interested. Do you perhaps see a a chance that it might be wildly successful here at GCT? No. No, you don't think so?
1: Not Britney Spears. Um,
2: I think that certain jukebox
1: musicals can be extremely popular at community theaters, but... I don't think that that music would do particularly well here.
2: Okay. You don't I, think it lends itself to be uh, rearranged into choral type music at all?
1: No. Okay. Fair enough.
0: I say no. I, I wouldn't even want to see another major theater in town do it. Playhouse <laughs> Theater Memphis, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> don't. It's. I, I'm sure that there's probably poignant moments in it. I'm sure it's got some, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm going to guess it's got some well-written parts, songs, all that. No, like no, I will say
2: it's, it is, It is. I do not think it's a bi- biographical thing. Okay. Based off of the poster, which is a stretch, um, I think it is a retelling of a fairy tale.
1: With Britney okay. Spears' With songs. Britney
2: Spears' music. Like, a cin- like maybe a retelling of Cinderella or some Princess in Distress thing. Set to Cinderella music. I,
1: I mean, I, I'm i sure the show is good. I just don't think that selling it as, oh, it's Britney Spears music would do anything to, like, boost
3: mm-hmm.
1: people wanting to come to it. Like, I don't think that, like, if you just sold it as a show, like, hey, it's this new musical and it's a retelling of a fairy tale. Like, that might get people to come. But I don't think particularly the Britney Spears part of it would interest people so much. Mm-hmm. At okay. GCT, I really don't think it would. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: and even if it did, I mean, I know I am not hip. <laughs> Is Britney Spears musically relevant now?
2: No. To some.
1: I mean,
0: not. But me not our She was. I wouldn't say our audience. The... I mean, I would, I would see people in our audience, the ones that come, would be like treating it as a curiosity.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like oh. No, I'm interested to see,
1: but I don't think many of them would get I mean, off
0: the Britain, couch to go do it.
1: Britney Spears was near the end of her like big phase when Glee was coming out. Yeah. So and she like she was already on the tail end of being one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. And so like she hasn't been extremely relevant in ten fifteen. She, years musical. Like
2: she was extremely relevant last year, but not well. Yeah, of music. not musically.
1: Yeah, relevant. like of her conservatorship. Music, because she was obviously a big part of music culture in the early 2000s to 2010s mm-hmm. and she influenced a lot of pop artists a lot of female pop artists who are relevant now but she herself has not been particularly music relevant in a long time sounds like they'd be trying to catch lightning in a bottle yeah um uh, in
0: my mind and i i don't see it
2: all right next one uh identical a twin twin-tast, tastic new musical based on the novel *The Parent Trap*. I'm just going to say, there's no way nope. I would put that on my stage. It sounds terrible. Yeah. <sighs> well,
0: One *The thing, Parent Trap*. Talk about lack of relevance.
2: Well, the uh, you would have to have twins. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only way it it doesn't work. It doesn't work unless you have twins. The whole
1: point, because you can get away with having twins in a show when that's not the main focus of the show, Mm -hmm. who are not twins. But like, if the the show is called Twintastic, you cannot get away with
2: not having twins. Yes. And that's why it works
1: on Broadway, maybe. Yeah, you can find twins. You 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 can
2: can, throw a a net wide enough to find two talented singing twins. Uh, Germantown, our net is much, much too small.
0: Barking. Huh? Uh,
2: Teresa was out there. Okay. Uh, next show. Oh, stop. Yeah. I so this was a Tony-nominated show this this year, and I will say, if I'm just going to preface, it. It, if we could do it on our stage, I would absolutely do it. But there is no way we could do this show on our stage because we couldn't cast it. Yeah. MJ the musical
1: You have the to Michael have Michael Jackson musical Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I, mean, I don't know if you watched the Tonys this year but the guy that plays Michael Jackson on Broadway was stunning. I, I think he may have even won the Tony for best actor in a musical this year. But I mean you got to yeah. find someone, someone
1: who is charismatic
2: that can dance.
1: Great singer, sings mm-hmm. high. I mean, the chari- it's the charisma. That's the hardest part. I think the, you could find a really talented singer and dancer maybe, but that, like, the charisma that you have to have to play that part and play it well and suck like in finding, audiences. It's
0: like finding the five-tool baseball player. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, it's... In this town?
1: No. And of the right and right racial... And, and the look, yeah. Yeah. It's,
2: yeah. I mean, he is so iconic. I mean...
1: Well, imagine the pressure that any actor would feel playing that part. Like to try and match. Yeah. That would be that. tougher to me than trying to cast.
0: We've talked about We Will Rock You. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We know we can't cast that.
2: We could get closer to we casting don't We Will we Rock You cast than MJW Circle. circle. Yeah.
0: You and I have said we don't feel like we can. I'll put a stake down for myself. We don't feel like this town could cast that part. Yeah. Playhouse, Theater Memphis, sorry, you can't either. We can't cast Freddie Mercury in this town. No. And I think we'd have even less chance of finding an MJ in this
3: town.
2: I mean the only people so Playhouse does the UPTAs every year and they have all these people come in. You'd have to go into mm-hmm. a, an update and it may take years to find Yeah, you'd a, have
0: to be laser focused to find that it's person.
2: It's like we want to do this show, we're gonna look at all these hundreds of young actors yeah. coming in and purposely pick that person for this role. For years, right. like we're just yeah like, it may we're, take we're years. Gonna plan it out and for, again, you'd like, have
0: to settle for someone who has three of the four three of the five tools. Yeah. And try to fake the other two
2: um, next show very not not quite as difficult but I think would suffer from the same thing Tina the Tina Turner musical mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean that's the problem with these like musicals based on extremely important and popular pop culture icons like you're just not gonna match them because they are themselves and nobody else can be them that's why they're iconic is because Michael Jackson was extremely unique. Tina Turner extremely unique. Mm-hmm. Like all these people, and I mean, props to the guy who did Michael Jackson on Broadway. It sounds like he did an amazing job, yeah. and I wouldn't be able to get even say close of, to that. Of like the I ones I just, we've talked
0: about about people, talents. I'd say that one to me would be the one that if you took all limitations out of us and said, "Yeah, we have the people, we have the, we can do it." Technically, whatever. I think we could print we print money from that show yeah i could sell four performances a day and still sell out
2: but i think given our music community here in memphis i think and we're not the theater to do it but i think we'll see a production of tina the Mm -hmm. tina turner musical i bet else tries it uh or hadaloo i think maybe that's that's a better home for it but Mm, there are a lot of amazingly talented uh, black singing yeah, actresses. There's just it's, more women.
1: I the women the, the pool of women is just larger. You've got more to pull from. There are just more women who sing than men. It's I mean yes that's, that's I, a fact. And then so
2: I you have more to pull from. Out.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, but not
1: for us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: A show I wish I could say If
0: we does it I will be there to see it. Yeah. And mom will be there to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. Russell will definitely go see it.
2: Um a show that we probably have no business attempting. What a show that I will certainly read and try to figure out some way to put up on our stage in some way, shape, or form. Do you know what I'm gonna say? Uh, Maybe I, not. I shudder to think. Moulin Rouge. A Broadway spectacular. <laughs> uh, I am just gonna say how. How? Uh, how is the question? That's a category. How.
0: Marcus somewhere just his spine just Marcus Marcus, half. Marcus just quit, I think. Yeah, yeah. his spine
2: just snapped in half. Let's build a giant elephant on uh, <laughs> our stage. I thought
0: you were either gonna say that, or you were gonna say the uh, musical version of Holy Grail. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're doing you that know, since we already have that. Yeah. Well, remember we said there? You know, Eric Idle is mounting a musical version of Holy Grail. They're making that.
2: Life of. Bra- you mean the movie? Yes. Yeah, they're making a movie of it. Yeah.
0: Yes, a movie version of, of Spamalot, Spam-a-lot yeah, yeah. basically. So it's like, why do you need to make a movie version of it? You already did it. it already it's a play that you have music in. Why make a musical yeah. version of Spamalot on screen? So it would be like us saying, we're going to take Spamalot and make a play out of it.
2: Yeah. someone, I, I feel someone in town will make an attempt at Moulin Rouge, and I will probably go see it.
1: I'd what is the show about? I
2: uh, the movie. Have you seen yeah, the movie? No. Oh, I'll let him tell you.
0: you tell him off air because it's gonna be a long
2: story. Yeah, it's. Go watch the movie. It's Bos Lerman's best movie he's ever done.
0: It's certainly better than Elvis. Oh, it's
2: such a stunning movie. Uh, next one. This is okay. I'm. I've given you my opinions beforehand both times. Almost Famous, the musical. Ooh. that's one if we could pull it off
0: i'd love to do it because mm-hmm. um, i'm a sucker for that kind of subject matter and i a lot don't of, see how you pull it off
1: i'm guessing the music is on our stage 80s type, 70s 70s type yeah sorry I, yeah. yeah 70s rock so guessing, yeah
0: i think the music i mean there's there's places in, i mean even we could pull off the music for us, it would be all the set pieces and the right actors to play and sing and pull off the, the vibe. Some of these shows at GCT would have to be done in concert. version. <laughs> I feel like. I'll say if we did Almost Famous, I would, I would love to try out to be uh, Lester Bangs. Mm-hmm. Even though I wouldn't get it, but I'd love to try out for it. Uh, and finding a 15 year oldish looking teenage actor
1: to play William... Stuff. I'm just wondering yeah. if they got contracts for the music from played, Sweetwater, maybe that gets played in the movie.
2: Next one, Devil Wears Prada, the musical. No, no, no. no. Okay, we're all Pass. we're all in agreement there. Okay, yeah. cool. Um I don't even Scott understand what quantity. this means. There's another version of Cinderella. No. Nope. Is it Twinderella? It's called Cinderella in parentheses Amazon. I don't know what that what? means. If it was Cinderella, uh, that, the rock band. Is that the Amazon movie? Oh, maybe that's what it means. Like With, based uh, off of the Amazon Cinderella. With Billy Porter in it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's got to be what that is. Yeah. Nah, okay. I, I didn't waste two seconds watching that.
2: Here we go. I'm really interested sure to hear your reaction, Paul. The Griswolds Broadway Vacation, the oh, musical. God.
1: Why is it a musical? Why all these things are musical? Why does it all have to be a musical? That's like, what just,
2: they do. They take just
1: write it into a stage version of the movie. I'm gonna say, what hath the dark lord wrought? That <laughs> I no, I mean, this, no.
2: this is um, this is what Broadway has done lately. Is, we'll, is let's fine. find popular movies from the '80s and '90s, throw the musical behind it, and write. No. mediocre scores, and call it a day. No.
1: Almost Famous from the early 2000s, right? Side note. The movie? Yeah. I think it's from 99, I think. Yeah. Well, that's almost the 2000s. Look it up. But I thought it, thought it was 05. Set, set in, it it set in 05. the early mid-70s. I thought it was 05 for some reason. Last one. 2000. Yeah.
2: Last one, guys.
0: Okay. Thank God.
2: Young <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, the, movie, mm. the musical.
1: Oh. Uh. If it was just a play, I would say, hell yeah, I'd do it. But the fact that it's a musical, I'm not watching a Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes musical. Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm, I'm kind of I'm in just that same not. boat. I just, I'll say this. If you said it was a play, yes, I'm in for let's look into it. Okay. As a musical, okay, I'm not saying no. I'm saying let's look at both and let's find a slime tutorial version and watch it. Sure. And then let's debate it. but there's I mean as you and I have seen from Jeopardy Sherlock Holmes is the most most adapted adapted character ever yep in literature plays what have you and it's young Sherlock Holmes I mean I I can you're old enough I'm old enough I remember that movie in the 80s Hmm. I
3: don't
0: know if you saw it I watched a lot when I was a kid because I loved the movie it wasn't superbly acted or anything, but that was kind of my first real introduction to Sherlock Holmes. So I think people nowadays are they more down the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes versions? Probably. I you know would it have to be really, you know, glanced up like that? I mean, it's. I mean, there's, there's so many versions yeah. of Sherlock Holmes, and there's
1: multiple recent. Iterations that are actually really, really good and really well received. It's It's just why are we turning it into a musical? I just don't think that fits the character. I do not want to see Sherlock Holmes find a clue and then sing about it for four minutes. I that's not that's (laughs) not what I'm there for. I'm there to see him find the clue and then go beat the shit out of somebody. If Cumberbatch
0: and Freedom had bust, Freeman had busted into a song in the BBC version, I would have turned it off. Yeah, Exactly, it's not the character I just, yeah, I don't see how you do that with music I don't see how you keep it sinister Yeah Because the Sherlock Holmes character is meant to be a little sordid
1: Yeah Now, if it was a play with a live orchestra, that's a different thing Because that, I think that could be great But the fact that it's musical With a
0: soundtrack,
1: you mean? Yes With like a Behind it? Yes I mean
0: Yeah, I mean, as a play, I totally would want to look into it. If it's a musical, I'd read it, but it would be a sell. We'd have to sell it. Now, it's another one of those that I think our typical audience would eat it up. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if it didn't deliver, like if it wasn't good, I think that, you know, that might be the reverse of what we look for which shows that people don't don't really know which is the first weekend is lighter and then it gets heavier as we go forward butts and seats wise that might go
2: the other way sure all right guys i've given you 14 shows okay you have to pick one oh. to put on the gct stage of the 14 i've given you which which one would you pick
0: i mean if i remember all of them
2: do I need to recap?
1: Yeah, I think uh, just a list, a quick listing of all of them. Back
2: to the yeah. Future of the Musical, Anne yeah. Juliet, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, Mr Holland's Opus, Once Upon a One More Time, Identical, MJ the Musical, Tina, Moulin Rouge, Almost Famous, The Devil Wears Prada, Cinderella, The Griswolds' Broadway Vacation, and Young Sherlock Holmes.
1: Almost Famous. Maybe. Uh Maybe Mr. Holland's Opus, if it's written that well. That one was up there. For if it's me, written, if the music is good, that one, because that could be a smaller. I feel like that's a small-ish you cast. You could write
0: it with smaller set pieces. Yeah, and, and, stuff, and a and a smaller, smaller cast. cast. You have a. Sm-
1: just, it's just basically him. If wife, we could pull it off, and,
0: almost famous. Okay. That's the one I'd be most excited. And maybe about.
1: Sherlock Holmes, because like you said, I, I think that would sell. Well. I wouldn't. I would personally prefer it to be a, a straight play, but. Um, you know, you, bankers can't be choosers. So I just,
0: I mean, Sherlock Holmes would be up there for me, but I just feel like it's, I mean, it feels like every year somebody does a Sherlock Holmes show. I, I almost wonder sitting here talking about it, how many people are going to show up when we do inspector calls and say, is this about Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. I bet they there's might. at least a handful of people who ask that. But uh, not to say that's bad, to say that's what they'll do anyway.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. You
0: got any dad jokes? Do I have
2: dad jokes?
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's the trick question again. Where's Chip? He's He's sleeping. Okay, good. So, Carson, you're not a dad, so you have to see what these jokes are. Are they good or not? Music is
2: playing. That's right. How does a computer get drunk? It Uh, takes screenshots. Oh!
0: (laughs) How do you rate that one? Zero. Zero. Okay. So we have a
2: no. Why do uh, bees stay in the hive in the winter? I don't know. Swarm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I will give that a solid six. Oh, that's clever. Right, Our all one right.
2: is clever. Swarm. Yeah.
1: Here's, a, so here's a very himself.
2: Carson appropriate one. When I was in college, I was rejected from every fraternity because I was circumcised. <laughs> Apparently, you need to be a complete dick.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's like teenage <sighs> dad to teenager joke. Can't tell that one to uh, Ezra. He won't get it. No. Four.
2: Four? Four. That's oh, it? come on.
0: You know you're gonna be telling your friends that joke
2: back at school. Alright, last one I got for you guys today. Um... Before my surgery, the anesthesiologist offered to knock me out with gas or a boat paddle. It was an ether or situation.
0: Okay. I'll give that one a one. <laughs> That's another
1: six for me. Nice. A six? six. I love it. I'm giving it a one. <laughs> I just like the... For some reason, the anesthesiologist is asking to knock you out of the boat battle. I do like that part,
0: <laughs> just for no reason. Sometimes you feel like that when you wake up, the anesthesiologist, but whatever. There you go. Two, two, no, sixes and a two, four. Yeah. I Don't, don't forget about the zero. To, yeah. yeah we're, we're is that 16 points out of 40 possible?
2: That's, yeah. Pretty good. For dad jokes, that's, that's outside. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> Christina gives them all a zero. Yeah. yeah. I liked the B one, though. That was solid, solid
0: clever joke well so it's time for closing rants
1: or hands if you have a happy one person you have something i'm gonna give you the same rant i've given you probably four times of last week me or the i hate little league and it is the dumbest shit ever i little league what baseball it is sticking 11 and 12 year olds out on national television and telling them that this game really matters, and it really does not. Little league does not matter, and this is why. By the time people get by, by the time professional athletes get to the top level of their sport, they already have chronic injuries in multiple parts of their bodies because they're pitching, they're they're playing six, seven times a week, if not more, uh, when you really shouldn't be doing that for children who are still growing. And I just the way I think about it is now Roland is 12 years old and he is literally the same age as he is even older than some of the kids who play in little league baseball on national television It is ridiculous. And I just, the worst part for me is knowing that all those parents out there behind them, well, not all of them, but a good number of those parents are just back out there giving their kids notes after the game, telling them they did a terrible job and they got to do better. It's, Ridiculous! Stop treating your kids like adults, like professional athletes. It's ludicrous.
0: Okay. I hate Good one. Everybody else had not heard that one, and if you don't know, Roland is is, is Carson's little brother. So, and he's Twelve, Brian
2: got nothing for you, man. Nothing. Wow. Come on, yeah. let
0: me down. So I got a quick one. Uh, people who. They have something very brief to tell you. Like, uh, if it's something very, I'll, well, I'll, I'll caveat it. If have something very important, like, hey, if Brian called me and said, hey, I have to go in the hospital, all of a sudden I've been diagnosed with X, Y, and Z, I have to go in the hospital, fine, call me. If Carson called me from school and said, I had a boot put on my car and I need money because I can't move my car until they get the boot off, fine, call me. If it's an emergency situation, I get it. If someone wants to tell me, like, hey, so I saw this movie on Amazon. It's really funny. You should watch it. Don't call me. Text me. Don't call me. Don't. Don't call me me with anything that's not emergency or important. Unless it requires a long conversation. Even then, don't call me. I don't want to talk to anyone on the phone that long. So, if you have something really important, call me. If it's not, I will tell you that did not warrant a phone call. Otherwise, text me or email me. That's fine too. I don't want your phone call, especially if if it's work. So, current and future jobs, I apologize now, but not really sorry. Don't call. If it's something not important, it's like emailing me to say, Hey, um, the meeting time got changed from two o'clock to three o'clock. Perfect. You emailed me. I got it. If I didn't get it, unless you're emailing me five minutes before the meeting, then call me. But otherwise I'm going to see it because I check email, but don't call me and say, Hey, that meeting on, you know, today it's Friday. The meeting on Tuesday, it's now at nine 30, not nine. That could totally be an email or a text. Thank you. Rant deactivated. Brian Hans, anything?
2: Nope.
0: You're not
1: happy about anything? Nope.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Death Stalker didn't make you happy. No, he's
1: completely it didn't. neutral. Well, chaotic right. neutral. That's my yeah.
0: So uh, Dortmund won, so he's happy about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You should give the Brant
1: rant, but happy because Brant.
0: No, I can't. I well. can't know. No. Yeah, Brant had an assist. No, I can't do that. Okay. Wow. I mean, even the uh, Freiburg goalie had an assist.
2: That's so true. So he did.
0: That I I would say that's like that should be an own goal, but whatever. Because that's totally like no goalie at any level should let that go by. I, okay, so let me
2: just do a br- very brief hint that will probably <laughs> not get him to do one. Um, no one will get. I'm very excited that Eden Terzic was smart enough to realize that the starters he chose on the attacking side were ineffective, and he pulled them all and replaced them all in enough time for them for the substitutes to make a difference in the match. Because our previous coaches would not have done that. They You're
0: saying Favre and Rosa wouldn't have done that? No,
2: they would have waited till like the 80th, <laughs> 85th minute to put them in. More like
0: 89th minute.
2: Yeah, and so the fact that he- he made the substitutes in enough time to influence the match. I'm very, very happy about it. So. Because he's not 78 years old. Yes, kind of. he's 39, so yeah. Yeah. It's just the baby. Yeah,
0: he's a baby. So, I ate a baby. So, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Carson's going back to school. Any last thoughts? Um, no. Okay, so... He's not the best color man in the league for nothing, folks. Yeah. So uh that's me. The next week's time we talk to him will be a couple of months from now, but uh that's right. I'm sure I'll talk to him way before that, because he'll need money. So yeah, thanks everybody that's all for I call joining. All that. And we'll uh yeah, exactly. Text me with that shit. We'll talk to you soon, bye. I will bring you his head and I will place it on your hand.